Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Tell you what, boys, I've got the need, the need for Reed. West Coast are back in finals. We're Fuck back. yeah. We're in the premiership. We're in a flag. <laughs> premiership Woo-hoo. next year, 2024. West Coast Eagles, Harley uh, Reed. Takes are coming. I told you all along it was going to happen. Nothing else. <laughs> no, no other result was ever going to happen. Just uh, Harley Reed. Harley and they get the fucking Reed. They've done it. They've picked him, number one. They didn't trade it. There was so much speculation. And they made the, right, they made the best call. They made the absolute mm. right call. There's a lot of talk mm. about them getting more mm. talent. But you know what? You didn't want more talent? Well, the thing is, there's no pressure now. Nah. There's no pressure that West Coast have made a wrong call. Oh, there's pressure, mate. No, 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 there's no pressure now on, on like with the, the decision right. that West Coast have made because yeah. they, oh, yeah, they course, had to yeah. pick him, right? But yeah. if they split it and then... And then he went on to play 300 mate, three brown lows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you, you've made a bad call. So I, I like it. Um, I was hoping we'd get Dan Curtin with a sneaky swap of our future first. Didn't but happen. What, well, they, I mean, I'm not sure what they offered, but if they offered the future first, GWS would have laughed at it because it would have been pick 18 because we're going to finish top that's of the ladder true. and win the flag. <laughs> that's probably yeah, that's why. why they, didn't get done. they said, yeah. guys, do you want our future 2025, 2026? <laughs> um, no. And GWS said, no, no. that'll be pick 18, 18 and 18. Yeah, Plus yeah, all of North right. Melbourne's future compensation that they're going to keep getting. <laughs> wow. Gold Coast um, yeah. Academy players will probably end up being pick 30. So the draft just happened. There's a few things it's I'd happening like to... happening. Like, yeah, it is. Mm. A couple of things. So West Coast might get someone we won't know. Um, I maybe don't think so. Nick pick Rick. 23, they got? That happen? Is that tomorrow night, though? It could be. No, oh, no. Well, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I don't care tonight. anymore. I'm not employed there. You don't I work do for it. West Coast anymore. I don't work for West Coast. I Open. speak freely. I don't care anymore. Open the gates. Tell us. Everything that happened. No, I won't. What what did you think they should have done with the pick now that you've got a bit of hindsight? uh, I think it's probably not like just to toss toss the coin, you do whatever you want. It's a win win. I think it's a good idea to to take him because he either stays there, loves it, and is a gun forever with the boy and Elijah, or he is a gun, which he is a gun, but in three years he wants to leave and you just get another first, you know, probably, you know, you probably. He's probably better. Yeah, he's better in three years, and then you probably get a first like pick number one for him again. And, and he'd only probably be he'd leaving if West Coast was shit, right? And yeah. so the compensation for him will be a high draft pick. Well, it'd be like Horn Francis leaving. No, but you it wouldn't be the compensation. They'd be trading him. You'd he be trading a three-year yeah. deal now, and yeah, right. trading him. And 
Yep. He's going to be worth more in three years than he is right now. Mm. So you'll, get be, num- you'll get pick one and something else for him in three years, I reckon. It's such well, it's such an unknown right now, but it's it's Chris Judd type areas for West Coast. Yeah, West Coast wouldn't go and give him number nine with not knowing that it, like without backing him in to be just the best player ever. Well, they're not going to give him they're not going to give him thirty one. Well, I thought they were going to give him thirteen, <laughs> but then they gave that to Noah Long, who's also a star. Yeah, he is. So West Coast midfield. Uh, Ruben Jimby, the boy, Elijah oh, Hewitt, I, who I—he's a gun. I think he's—I don't know. I just got got something about feelings him. about him that he'll, 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 he'll probably win a BNF in. Yeah, in the, he's in the got future. big star factor, and then put Harley Red in that midfield. How do you feel? I I couldn't be happier. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sweating because like, it's so hot, but yeah, also they're the all very very good. Like Dan, Elijah Hewitt is a cleaner cut off the field, a clean cut. Uh, Kerr, Daniel Kerr. Like, plays very, very much like a fucking gun, Kerr, yep. on field. Oh, and Daniel then, Kerr, right. Yeah, not, I thought you saying Daniel Curtin, but you're no, just no, stopping no, no, at Tane. No, no, Daniel Kerr, oh. a clean-cut version of him who is a fucking star, and that midfield is just stacking up to be... I actually also heard that Daniel Curtin wasn't ready to guard um, AFL forwards, that will defend AFL forwards, so I don't even want him. Yeah, but I think he's even a midfielder. He's like 195 yeah. centimetre midfielder. Adelaide didn't have him. I didn't want him in you the first place. Him, I wanted him. Nah, Dan didn't him. want him. Mate, Ryan Daniels, finger on the pulse, big rhino. Mm-hmm. He said that West Coast were on the phone to GWS and Adelaide got a better deal in front of you them. you just got to wonder what they offered because Adelaide's deal, it can't have been. They can't have said, here's the first round next year because GWS would have said, Thank But what you. else? Yeah, because what else would they have? They could pick him, give them pick 23 and 39 or whatever. Which they're not going to do for pick nine. No, exactly. And then maybe a couple of first, like maybe a future second. They're just, anyway, it was an arrogant offer, whatever it was. A shit, arrogant offer that didn't yeah. work, and Dan Curtin's now at Adelaide. Yeah, cor- that's the correct summary <laughs> yeah. of what just happened. The offer—I don't know what was happening in the uh, in the old fossils box, but it was a shit, arrogant offer that didn't work. Backchat uh, powered by Fleet Network this year. Show Nova Ted yourself at least. Um, now, speaking I- of fossils, one last thing on the on the. Oh, oh, we'll okay. probably keep talking about the draft. The West Coast draft war room, whatever you guys call it over there mm. in the AFL. Yeah. I don't want to be too critical here, but no, no. I'm just—it's curious that you, you you saw a bunch of clubs, right? And, and Gold Coast had some work experience. Kids um, in, a mixture of fourteen-year-old. I would think that youth would the way that and how many you've seen this being at the football club and yep. being a coach of the AFLW team, uh, the younger players coming into the system right now. If you're 50, 60 years old, I would say it's difficult to connect and understand how these kids operate. Mate, I'm 35, yeah. and, and I look at these kids and I'm like, geez, it's a different batch. I would think in your recruiting department, you would need at least one, two, three people that are very close to that age. Like, a few things. So I looked at... We saw, don't have that. You saw Geelong's. Geelong, yep. who have been just a perennial juggernaut at the draft, have this is always Geelong, yeah, always kept it fresh. They've just they've never dropped like they haven't dropped off since I've been watching football. Correct. And it's because they keep things updated and Stephen they, Wells is the head of that football department. Yep. And they've got a lot of younger people through that. Oh, yeah. Like it just looked fresh. Looked young. Anyway, I looked at West Coast one. The thing about like senior people who know they obviously know a lot about football, but like I had my dad here the other on the weekend, and he sits there and he's being be careful on social media and hey, mate, that's just the way of the world. Like all these new kids are living in a new world that half the the majority of that box didn't wouldn't know. So you just can't connect with them on any on any level whatsoever. I want to change just kicking a football. I want to change tact. Sure. Uh, I sort of quote someone who works for us here at Backchat. Mm-hmm. Um, we're having discussion before 
There's a few beers. You had a big night on the weekend. Yeah. You've had a big Went to weekend. 40th. An enormous, yep. Um, and, and we will get to that to cover that. But I think sort of bringing all that together, and we went to the NBL. Um, oh, yeah. Was there. And yep. Fistball things going on. Quote from Indy, who works with us here at Backchat. Mm-hmm. I have never had a hangover. That was quote unquote. Verbatim as well. I've never had a hangover. She tried to reverse over it back, you know, back over it like a Nathan Buckley type operator, but didn't quite get <laughs> the job. I've never had a it. hangover. She she says that big night, she's blacking out, she can't think, she's that <laughs> cooked, but she sits on the end of the bed, she has a specific water bottle that she fills up and she makes herself scholar and it's a rule, she's not allowed to go to sleep before she finishes a one litre bottle and she's never had a hangover because of it. That may or may not be true. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask, hangover cures, have, have you got any? Because me personally, I have absolutely no routine to stop getting hungover. I get way too pissed. I'm lucky to get into my bed, <laughs> clothes unclothed, don't know what's happening. And I wake up in the morning and I've got like my own bodily fluids yeah. all over me. That's pretty much how yeah. I operate. Well, Does anyone have something so that actually... So I took something out of your... A leaf out of your book. Well, this you, was something I'd heard. It's not what yeah. I do. So um, anti-inflammatory yeah, before anti-inflammatory you sleep. is not a bad one. Um, because nah. the worst part of the hangover for me is like the headache. It's like... It's brutal in the, in the morning. It's like that pain. But if the... I assume that my head... My brain's just like Does inflamed or something. And it's hurting my yeah. skull. <laughs> Did it work? Like you, you were it, late to fistball training. Yeah. Very. Well, not that late, but and a little bit. you were hungover because I could see Yeah, but, I, but I, sto- I stopped drinking beer at around midnight and I was just drinking water. And I think that helped like, it alleviate really some of the symptoms. It's not really having a crack either. Yeah, that isn't. No. That's yeah, gutless. But, you know, I was thinking about, about fistball in the morning. Of course. It's a, it's I was like, thinking about fistball. You fucking weren't. You were fucking late. <laughs> and you fucking text fistball. me saying, hey, mate, I'm going an all-nighter tonight. I'm coming straight to fistball training. Didn't happen. I said, good luck. Actually, there is one. So how do you get not get hungover? Stop drinking. Just drink water at midnight. Okay, Dan. Just don't drink. The best technique is, yeah, just not having a beer. Yeah. Touche, Hamish. This is a bit of an interesting one. And again, I don't do this all the time. It depends on how pissed I am. Because you, sometimes you just get pissed, you come home, you don't even know if, yeah. if you're left or right-footed, and then you just go to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will, if I can remember, always make myself throw up. Always. Wow. And I've heard that quite, like I've heard a lot of people say you're not really, like you're always still absorbing the alcohol. I am looking at a lot of fluid coming out of my body. I know there's some alcohol left in that that I otherwise would have absorbed. So yep. that's my first port of call. Yes. Always. No matter what, get home and make myself vomit. How do you do that? Stick my fingers as far back down my throat as mm. I can. Flick the little uvula or whatever the hell that's called. And then <laughs> everywhere. I've got a couple, I'll show you a video of it. No, no, I know how to do it. Anyway, so that's what I do. That's my first thing that I do when I get home. <laughs> my second thing is I obviously rinse your mouth out. And then I go to the pantry <laughs> Good. and I get a big spoonful of Vegemite. And eat that because at that point you're pissed. You don't care what shit tastes like, and it's disgusting. But it's just salt, and then I scull a bottle of water, what? so the salt retains the water a bit better. Oh. The Vegemite has a shitload of salt in it. You, so you eat just... a spoonful of Vegemite. Spoonful of Vegemite. Drink a big bottle of water. Go to bed. This sounds uh, scripted, but we don't ever speak to Hamish no. about anything we're doing on this show because it turns out better. <laughs> yeah. You fucking get home yep. and eat. I'm going to try that next Seriously, time. Seriously, because well, salt retains the water, and I yep. don't want to sit there. I mean, I, would. I mean, would you just have a tablespoon of salt? Yeah, but like you just then have to crack the salt. It's like just eat some Vegemite and then have a big swig of water. Do you then drink of water? Because you said you you rinse your mouth out after the spew, but you're happy just to have the yep. Vegemite in there. Yeah, another rinse out, or no? You... I go and brush my teeth if I can remember, and then go to bed. But yeah, I'm happy to go to bed with Vegemite in my mouth. I'm just horrific. I'm, yeah. I'm horrific. I... You just go sometimes, but sometimes that's you just you get home, you're pissed, and you just. 
spew up all over yourself and then wake up. Bit, so. of, bit, of, bit, of, food, bit of food when you can, I think, sometimes mm. helps. I mean, no, no, no sensible answers, please. Like the, the tablespoon of vegetables <laughs> is very fucking helpful. I'm a sensible guy. Uh, but thank you, India. So if anyone yeah. can find India hangover in the next, I don't know, a couple of years, that'd be nice. she's never experienced <laughs> one in her life. For fucking hell, if you had been on the weekend that we've all just been on. My you, God. Where should we start? Actually, sorry. You start, Dan. Do you know what? Um, Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Yep. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Dan. Happy birthday to you. Hip hooray, hip hooray, hip hooray. Well done, <laughs> Dan. Dan's birthday. 35? Is there uh, 34? Is there 700 meatballs being catered for me? Somewhere. Goodbye. James Heard, shout We're going to have you. a thousand tequila shots. <laughs> and Indy's going to wake up tomorrow morning. Fine. Go for a cycle. Get up, win the morning. Carpe diem, seize the, the day. Win, win the, the morning, morning, win the day. Yeah, you'd be fucking, fucking made out of dead. tequila in the morning. Yeah, win the morning, win the day. Tough when you're dead. What, um, what actually did help with my hangover was sweating it out um, oh, gotcha. the next, the next well, morning. Well, welcome to the fucking house of pain. <laughs> Back chat right we, now. I'm we, wet. Yeah. <laughs> wet. Hey, just before you continue, Dan. Yeah. Dan's hangover cure so far is stop drinking and drink water and then sweat. <laughs> All real things that happen that aren't superstitious but are just proven facts. <laughs> well, we're not talking about superstition. We're talking about things How that help. Over. Oh, I'll tell you what helps me. Just waiting another day, sleeping it off again, and then waking up two days later and my hangover's usually gone. Well, is that what you wanted? Okay, Vegemite. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday. I have, a, I have a pad at all in the morning to stop my headache. Yeah, okay, yeah. continue. So uh, you sweated it out. You sweated it out, which I did Sunday morning at Fistball. Yeah, gotcha. uh, we started at 8.30 in the morning. I got there at 9, like a, like a legend. Yeah. And Fashionably late. We were dripping in sweat by 9.15. It was disgusting. It was yeah. so hot. I, it was as disgusting as your performance. Like, I, I, I find I put that very low in my book. Like, <laughs> Getting there and, half an hour late. But, but, so, Hamish, you will appreciate this. Like, mm-hmm. if you are late, not having the attitude around, like, oh, so what? I'm late. Like, I'm yeah, late. no, no, you're very apologetic. I'm really sorry, guys. Like, it was a bit of a front foot, which, which so most of the time, a front foot works in most scenarios, but not, not in, that in that one. one. Yeah. And I didn't appreciate it. What and were you doing Saturday night, Dan? Uh, I was at a friend's just, just 40th, about town. 40th birthday at the Woodvale Tavern yeah, uh, Function yeah, Centre. Yeah, uh, it was very good. So had a our, Shout our, out Ryan Stubbs. His birthday, Dave okay, Formine. It was a joint birthday party. Okay, awesome. Thank you, Ryan. No one, no one knows, cares. <laughs> Adam Thorpe. Ryan doesn't listen to this <laughs> It was Adam Thorpe. Thorpe, wasn't there. <laughs> we had our first uh, training session for Fistball, yes. and it was fucking fabulous. You weren't yeah, there, no, but you had a good reason. Thank you. Can you see my bruising? I actually can. Holy shit. I got bruising. Um... Monica, our Swiss fista. The captain coach. She is phenomenal. Yeah, she's very good. She ran training like wow. I'm talking John Worsfold, bought into Alistair Clarkson, bought into John Longmire. Like shit. Was ruthless. Fucking love it. So she had she had a magnets, she had tactics, she had positional plays, she had breakdown drills, we had proper warm ups, we had bendy weirdy things we were doing in the warm up. We were it was incredible. We played three sets and I was cooked. So not only is this a fantastic sport. Yep. Um, it is fucking fun. So by the time we were into the third set, it was uh, probably getting close to 10.30 and it was real bloody hot. This is on Sunday oh, morning. Oh, yeah, stinking hot. And I was entering moderate stages of heat stroke and um, <laughs> going down yep. a little bit. Uh, Monica just, just absolutely stepped up, took us to a place we needed to be. It was great, great sort of first training session. I went home that day, heat stroke and all, and I went and watched some fistball. I watched some of the Australian team stuff. Mm-hmm. I watched some of the nationals from a couple of years ago. I reckon we're pretty good. 
Wow. We're so, pretty good. You said this to me with a pretty straight face before. I look. You think we're pretty good. And we're not we're not and remember, like this tournament, we're not going up against the national team. We're going up against other state oh, no, teams. I'm not so. gonna start I'm not gonna come in our we're not yeah, gonna don't have, go the early crow. Characteristic but. isn't gonna be arrogance, but we're gonna fucking win the national we'll be confident. <laughs> 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 we're going in confidence. We could be going to New Zealand in February. So what's too. the um do we know what other states have entered? South Australia, Victoria times two, New South Wales, I believe. Isn't there a Tassie team? Don't think so. Okay. okay. One day. So, look, we're building from the bottom up. We have never had West Australian representation. If you would like to sponsor the Western Fisters, yeah, uh, huge. our uniforms will be dropping shortly. Thanks uh, to ID Athletic. Some, we do have some... Thank you very much, ID Athletic. Western Fisters brought to you by ID Athletic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a couple of player sponsors available, so please get in touch. Hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. Hello at backchatstudios.com.au. Uh, just get in touch. We've got packages available. You want to come on the journey with us? You want to jump on the jacket with us? Yep. You want to sponsor a player? Ham- Hamish is playing. Yep. Sponsorless currently. Yeah. Wow, sponsorless. Will's playing. Sponsorless currently. Shit. Dan's putting his hand up to be in the squad. Yep. It was very was quite good. How would you how would you rate it was actually I'm still learning the game, but I I've got the competitiveness and like I can run around and, yep. and get amongst it. That's what I love about the sport. You don't have to be that good. You to just got to run around and get amongst it. I was vocal. It. I was like, yeah. you, were, you were throwing shade at me all game and I was coming back no, at I you. I was angry at yeah. you like to your own fist ball team. Yeah, still out, right. actually. If I could put my hand up. Say that, that's right. Yeah. Hey, the that's bigger right. man will get over it, but that's <laughs> right. Oh, I'm, that's, I'm fine. Dan's already open. <laughs> 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 oh, How was your weekend, Hammer? Fucking massive. I want to hear all about it. It was enormous. Um, as fun a weekend as I've had in a long, long time. Started off, so my whole family arrived last week, uh, around about Saturday uh, last week. My uncle, James, got married on Friday night. Right. Well done, James. Well done, James. Uh, he got married at Cottesloe. the Cottesloe Civic yeah. Centre. Wow. Beautiful location. What? Wow. Can beautiful. I ask why Why do you get married in WA? Uh, well, he was he's, he's born here. Oh, right. Um, he, his wife, Lisa, is not born here but loves it in WA. Right. Uh, I got a really nice day, 32, 33 degrees. Overlooking Cottesloe Beach. Sensational spot, the Civic Centre, if you haven't been there. Uh, got married. That was lovely. Back to the Shore House and just got That's completely obliterated from then. Um, that finished up obliterated. and then... Like, just torched completely. Anyway, got up in the morning and was... Obviously, unlike Indy, I was nursing a bit of a hangover. Uh, I was feeling a bit slim and so were the other boys. Slim, dusty. Got up. We had a couple of beers and then went on the boat at... We went on a boat to Rottnest at about one forty-five. Got over to Rottnest at quite specific. That was yeah. It was meant to leave at one thirty, but someone was late, which was disappointing. <laughs> anyway, we got over to Rottnest and it's perched up at the uh, Sam Fire, <laughs> whatever the place is. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I didn't leave that table for five and a half hours, and I again like just sitting there and just playing drinking games with my cousins and my brothers, and it was just shit loads of fun. Wow. Got back on the boat, still drinking, and people were just. Rocking on the boat on the way back. It was tough. Saw a woman walking up the stairs, looking, <laughs> got up the stairs. Can't remember who this woman's name was. Looked at the person sitting in front of me to the left and just went, all of a sudden she just dropped completely white and then just hit the deck. Got wow. up, someone, it was, that was fine, but like just the shock of the waves. Just, just quick fainting. Quickly fainted, fine. Anyway, <laughs> got back, CBH, had a few more beers. Uh, that was great fun. Went to bed at reasonable hour, midnight or something, and then... Up early morning, the next morning for the 
it, start of the Brayshaw Golf Challenge. I want to hear about the Brayshaw so Golf Challenge. So that was a Sunday that morning. That was a right? Saturday night. This is right. now Sunday morning. Woke up for the Brayshaw Golf Challenge. Which you were, so you weren't at fistball training at all? I couldn't come to fistball right. training. No, okay. I had the... No, it's good. I mean, no, it would be nice what, to... Yeah. What time did golf start? Golf didn't start till midday, but right. I had family, oh, okay. cel- I had family no, things cool. in the morning. No, no, that's all good. My yep. family doesn't live here. I only see them once a year. Yeah, as no, a no, that's fine. Anyway. Yep. Could have brought them down to fistball training. Yeah, you could have been there. We could have been there. Sorry. I already... Regardless. That's all good. It is all good. Now, being half an hour late, I guess that's pretty bad. Not rocking up at all, that's completely acceptable. I mean... Totally. Yeah, yeah, but if you weren't up to it and apologise and... Family does... Family does live interstate and Mm. and he gave... I have family in Greece. No, but he... he (laughs) He's got a point. International. He's got a point. But were they here? We're just spinning facts. Were they here? Yeah. I could have gone to see them though, but I couldn't because I had fistball training. Right, but uh, you didn't. Dan get just knocked back the flight to Greece. So Hammer said during the week he couldn't make it. You I just said during the week I'd be there at nine. No, you did not. One hundred percent. I will read your text message out where you said I'm going an all nighter and I'm coming eight yeah. thirty. I'll be there. <laughs> anyway, right, anyway, sorry. You, so you having fun golfing while we're fistball having training? Fun golfing. Yep. So the way that uh, I couldn't go to this. This is the second year that it's been around the Brayshaw Golf Challenge. Couldn't go last year because I had AFLW commitments. Uh, now I've been fired. I am no longer there. <laughs> so I had full capacity to go and be a part of it. And the way it worked was my dad, my two of my brothers, Angus couldn't be there, uh, Will and Andrew and myself, you bring four, three teammates. So you've got a four ball each and it's across two days. So I had my team, Team Moose, uh, and the first day was out at Joondalup. Thir- uh, 18 holes the format I'm not going to bore you with the no please ins- don't go into too much detail ins and outs of the details inside. but we got to the Bloody end of day golf. one and <laughs> our team was leading by six shots to Andrew's team who were leading to the next team Will's team by one more shot and then Dad, Dad's team was out of it they were shit Anyway, that night we went to a place called Lapa Brazilian Barbecue in Subi. Sensational. Almost died last time I went to this place. Well, I, I think I was with you. I, very I feel nearly, like I was with you. <laughs> I very nearly died last time. You got night. a fucking flag where it's like red light, yeah, green you light. Get your coaster, red, green, and if it's green, they just pump food out. I remember not food. It's just it's meat. It's just well, no, no, no. It's food because they. But you can knock back the other stuff. They bring out pasta and they've got bread oh. and it's rice and no thanks. Anyway. I have been there a few times before, and the pace of play is usually pretty consistent. It's you can get by. I have done close to the two hours on green because it's just if it's a busy restaurant, they can't get to you every five seconds. It was not busy this night. Are you having beers at the time? Uh, no, we're having uh, Brazilian mojitos, wow. which are just a few shots of rum with sugar in it, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. And it was fucking delicious. We're drinking that the red wine, white wines out there. We're having meat, and the meat starts. And I said to the people sitting next to me. I'm going to see how long I can go without declining a single piece of meat. Right. So that's my challenge to myself. Just a regular weekend for you? Regular weekend. Got 14, <laughs> how much meat can you get in your mouth? How much meat can you fit in your mouth? I got 14, uh, 40 minutes in and I thought I was going to die. I said yes to chicken hearts three times, chicken. which were fucking disgusting. But everything else, the sweet chili chicken was beautiful. Yeah. The garlic lamb, beef, rosemary beef. Oh, it was just sensational stuff rolling out but. Because it wasn't busy, the pace of play was at a rapid a rate of knots. Yes. Like I'm talking every, I couldn't even get, I'm swallowing one and there's something else coming out. I'm talking every 30 seconds to two minutes, oh. that's your bracket. You have 30 seconds or two minutes, something else is hitting your plate. Yes. Phenomenal pace. Is it spew? No, nah, mojitos coming down, bang, 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 not too bad, mate, itself. Uh, we put, as a communal table, we said, let's go red for a bit because everyone's going to die. We sat red for about another 40 minutes. That's just responsible. 40 on, 40 off, flipped it for the last little bit, got about 20 more minutes in, had a couple, and then flipped it red. After we'd finished it all, we're still sipping these mojitos, having things. Anyway, the guy who we were there with, uh, one of Dad's teammates, owns the restaurant. 
great result for everyone involved. Is he Brazilian? No, he's not Brazilian. Okay. Said to the bloke out the back, we'll have tequilas. We're having shots of tequila. Uh, that, anyway, that sounds like it's going to end. Well. So, the first shot of tequila came out. No worries. Lick your hand, salt, bang, tequila. Beautiful. Oh, we've got two of them. Let's try the next one. Different shot of tequila came out. Beautiful. Knock that taste back. Different. Still tequila, Tastes different, mate. but tequila. Yep. <laughs> Sam Sturt was sitting to my left, for our place for Fremantle, hated every second of the tequila. Finished the second one, and like you could see him nearly vomiting. He hated it that much. <laughs> anyway, Sack, who's one of dad's, who's the owner of this place, dad's mate. Um, Sack McAuliffe. Uh, said, uh, boys, who do we like? What are like we going down of Happy Gilmore? What do we think? What do we like better, the first or the second one? We're going to get another round. I saw Sam Stewart about to say first. We all yelled out, "Everyone loves the second one!" Another round of the second one came out, knocked that back. Anyway, we ended up doing about nine shots of tequila Jeepers. in about thirty minutes. Going back to no, Sacks, we did going back to Sacks' house, watching the cricket and just sitting there and watching one of the great performances, mind you. Hence why I've got my Travis head shirt. Uh, and waking up at, at for a tea time at 8 o'clock this morning. Oof. Tough. Uh, so you played this morning. Played this morning on the second round of the golf day. Again, not going to bore you with the details How of the day. Shit house. <laughs> Fucking horrendous. How are you feeling now? Oh, I'm feeling much better now, but I was horrendous at the day. The finish of this golf day, I text you guys, it was mm-hmm. the great one of the greatest sporting individual achievements or performances So last I've week on the show, we spoke to Gary Mc... Yep. McGriffface. Glenn? Glenn? Uh, Gareth Morgan. Gareth Malloy. Gareth Morgan. <laughs> Gareth Malloy. Gareth Morgan. And Gold he Coast took third. six for six. Six for nothing in six balls to win his team. Captain yep. of the side to win his team the yep. game. Described rightly so as the, the greatest sport achieve, individual sporting thing I've ever ever even heard of. Greatest sporting achievement in Australian history. Yeah. Which I agree with. Yeah. You, you have texted today yep. and said, you know, Gareth Malloy. <laughs> Gareth Morgan. Gareth Malloy. What he did last week, it's just been trumped. I didn't say it's just been trumped. I said it's in like it's in Gareth Morgan areas. This okay. thing. So hit us. So this what, is this, this is, is the, the second round of golf. Second round of golf after, after the first. What can round only be described as, as a, a weekend of fucking debauchery. Yeah, it's a ball terror of a weekend. Massive night. Everyone's dusty. Not even a weekend. You've had a week on the beers. <clears throat> yeah, we have. Anyway, it comes down to the last. So because my team was first, we were coming home at the end. So everyone finishes, and we're the last team coming up. Right. The way the last two holes were formatted was that everyone multiplies their scores together, so you can get a big, you can get a massive last score. But if one is that person, a good thing, or good thing. thing. Okay. but if one person has a zero, zero times anything is zero, so everyone wipes it. So how, sorry, I need to know now. Like, how's the scoring work? Like, it's we're playing thought, Stableford, but I'll just I'll explain it to you. If you get two points, one point, zero points is bad. One point is not great. Two is what you're meant to get. Anything above two is like you're playing well. Okay. Okay. So let's just... So I, you want a high score. You want a high score in this format. Does that, that, does that ruin everything <clears throat> you ever thought about yeah, golf? But no. I assume but, you get no, two I'm points asking you, for Hamish, certain... I assume you get two points for doing a good thing. Two points for a par, a net par. It's an interesting... Anyway, if you don't understand golf, but let no, me just... No, it's just... Not everyone's a golfer listening yeah, to this thing. I'm not certainly not know what the fuck you're talking <clears> you'll, about. You'll appreciate this regardless. Oh, I want to appreciate So. Andrew's team was the second. They were coming second. Mm. Okay. They were the team in front of us. What mm. happened was on the 18th green, there's a big lake just before the green. Okay. So Andrew's team before us, Andrew has hit a ball. It's hit the rock face of this lake and bounced back in. And he has said, the ruling is you have to drop it at the closest point of entry, which is all the way back behind the lake. He wasn't sure about that. His team wasn't sure. So he dropped it right next to where it went in, like the rock face. Finished the hole, had six for one point. So he only got one point. So the rest of their multiplication came through. They got one point. Uh, their whole team. No, Andrew got one point, which meant they got about four points for their team. Okay. Yep. We then finished. We wiped. We had zero. 
Right. So we had absolutely nothing. But we had the low handicapper. So we had the best player on our team across all 16 players. This is where it gets good. Okay. So right, we get so to the green. We get to the green. And everyone's debating. Oh, what was the ruling on Andrew? Okay, we'll ask Wade. Wade, what's what do you have to do in this situation? Who's he, Wade? My teammate, the, the best golfer. The best oh, golfer. Is the sure, sure, sure. They yeah. said, Andrew, what do, you, what do we have to do here, Wade? <laughs> Wade said, Andrew, you've got to go all the way back behind the green. Right. Oh, okay, whatever. And they were like, oh, should we do it? Andrew had to go back to 106 meters from the pin. And at, at this stage, have you won the day? We had already won the day, except for this ruling. That what Andrew had to do was go back to 106 metres over a lake and hit the ball in the hole to win the whole tournament. Right, so so you allowed this because... It we've sound, allowed it because it, sounds, it was the rules. Right. It's the rules. So we have just said, ah, oh, well, we've lost any... We've already won this thing, so we've just wiped the hole. We're like, whatever. We're already winning. Andrew has to hit the ball from 106 metres and knock it in the hole for their team to win. We're all thinking, yep, sweet. We've already won it. We've shook hands. We're thinking about where we're going to play it next year. Andrew drives back in with his team behind the lake. 106 metres away, throws his ball down for three points, which would have won them the game, hit this ball, one, two, three, rolled in the hole. No. Eruption. Every, <laughs> all 12 players are watching. His group is just hugging each other. I thought he was going to jump into the lake. Has taken the ball 106 metres away, basically hitting a hole in one on a small par three and won the tournament after a two-day event. Pissed as you, as, as you like. <laughs> and you filmed this. Did we you drop to your knees? It. You didn't film <laughs> didn't it. Oh, my God. Where, where were you at this stage? I was picking my ball up, having thinking we were already winning. Were you watching him have the yes, shot? Yes, I was watching him have the shot. Fuck my, were you thinking, bro? My phone was in my bag. He's basically hit a hole in one from 106 metres to win the tournament. People were dead screaming. It was fucked. Everyone pandemonium. was just pandemonium. Jumping up and down, cracking beers, pouring them on it. It was phenomenal. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. To win the whole fucking thing. Oh, he's holding up sweating. He, got, uh, he gets uh, all the balls with the celebratory thing. He gets to pick where we do it next year. And he gets the glory to have the greatest golf shot that's ever been hit by a Brayshaw ever. To well, do it on a family golf day, knowing yep. your family. <clears throat> the very last to shot of the extent. day. Wow, fucked. He'll, he'll be reminding you will, of you, reminding you that forever. Ever. That, that, you will never not talk about that. There never. will not be a family get together that, that will never where get he yeah. either he, he gloats about it, yep. but he doesn't even have to, no. does he? Yeah. No. he? He just sits there and yep. he knows you know. We're going to talk about it. Dad Dad's going to talk about he it. Your brother knows. Angus knows. Angus wasn't even there. He yeah, texted, and he'll be fucking yeah. spewing. He right said up. his his reply was. I've, that is going to go down in folklore. For 50 years, this will still be spoken about, and I fucking wasn't there. Wow. <laughs> I Angus didn't go. Oh. Wow. Incredible. Well, I'm sweating. I, I mean, I don't know what was longer than the story <laughs> or the journey you've had over the weekend, but I'm glad we're here for it. Dan's had enough. Fistball, ladies and gentlemen. Last week, we spoke to a man that we could only refer to as the French fister, Pierre. Uh, he mm. was our number one ranked uh, fister across the weekend. Um, our invitational. We spoke to Pierre and he, he told us, Hammer, I don't know if you saw our social content go out, mm-hmm. Lord of the Ring style. Mm. Did you like it? Fucking hilarious. Right in the air. It's actually about it. I reckon it could be the best piece of social media material we've put out in two years. Mm. Incredible scenes. Mm. Frodo Baggins, uh, mm-hmm. the, the meeting of the greats and says he'll take the ring. Uh, the big guy with the beard says he can have his axe. Uh, Aguilar Gimli <laughs> yeah who's uh, Angathor Ang- Ang- <laughs> Gimli says uh, I think Boromir says you can have my sword Legolas says you can have my bow Gimli says you can have my axe and Pierre said you can have, you my, can have my, my fist. fist right so that's who we spoke to last week the Pierre look we have a squad and we are picking it but it's pretty sad to say Pierre's made it into the team we I'm told not, him last week yeah we told him <laughs> I was gonna, a little bit of intrigue but we thought you know what 
that was great chatting to Pierre last week. We'd love to speak to another members of the Western Fisters, and we are joined on the show by the great man himself, as I delay any further, with any further ado, as Dan Con sits down and puts his headphones back into his ear. Happy birthday, Dan. Jackson Bowen. Hello, Jacko. How are you, mate? Hello, fellow sisters. Doing pretty well. Thank you very much. Now, Hamish, Dan. Um, Hello, mate. Dan was late, Jackson, as you know, because you were on time. Mm-hmm. Hamish. I wasn't there. Was an apologetic uh, missing in action. But how did you find your first training section, Jacko, uh, down at the Western Fisters on Sunday morning? Um, pretty heavy, to be honest. <laughs> I was kind of rolling up thinking we were going to knock a ball around but Monica put us to work pretty early um, and then yeah the great man Dan decided to rock up about halfway through with his sunnies on hung over as hell <laughs> so uh, no nah, it was good it was good fun we had yeah good fun there confirm or deny heat stroke um, did, did you feel like you were suffering the effects of that oh mate I've had the bloody aloe vera on me all night I was like <laughs> all of <I'm> the <laughs> do you have bruises yeah, but- on your do you have bruises on your forearms as well Jacko uh, the calluses are starting to form, I reckon, though, mate. But, calluses? Um, yeah, pretty sore um, last night. Um, Jacko, how did you feel Dan performed uh, throughout the day? Training? Oh, I oh, know, he's back. How did you feel Dan performed? We're just sort of, I guess, credentialing some of our uh, own sorts of playing styles. Well, so Dan and I were on the same team mm. to start. Um, look, there was a fair few unforced errors, mm. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, which may have let us down. But when he was on, he was on. Yeah. Um, and then he decided to pull himself off for the quad. It's pretty weird. Yeah, yes. he's done a quad. Um, yeah, and then when he came off. In, we just leaked the boys up. Dan's just decided to pull himself off on court. While he's um, fisting. While he's fisting. Now, uh, Jacko, what position were you playing? Whereabouts were you positioned? Did you go and mix it up a little bit under nines football style, forward, mid, back, play a different quarter, or did you just lock into one position? So, well, look, a lot of the other boys there, are quite tall and can hit the ball pretty hard. I immediately went for the kind of cam setter kind of role. Um, started there well, but then went back to your territory, Hammer, from the um, tryouts and right down back deep, uh, getting those ones up, and they seem to work for me. So either spot will work, I think, but um, right up against the net, too short, mate. How, how, how long has your... Like, can you talk to us about your fisting journey? Like, how long have you been fisting for? Oh, virgin sister as of the um, tryout, but you know, like, I'm a quick learner. I think. Yeah. How how do you assess uh, your fisting? How has your, is your fisting improving? Solid fist. I I've impressed myself to be honest. My mm. fisting's been extraordinary. Mm. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now nah, putting some work in, put the effort in in the weights room. You know, getting those like curls going with a couple two kilo dumbbells. Um, yeah. Good. I reckon Jackson was a bit of a utility on there. Yeah. You go down the back pocket and he could hit it back, um, forward pretty high, but he could also go up to the net and cause a bit of damage. Well, I mean, Jacko um, joined me at the paddo afterwards as we were literally like bathing in ice, like genuinely <laughs> yeah. sunstroked. Like it was, yeah. it was, I was in poor condition, but I thought, well, what better way to solve that than to head down to the paddo and have a couple of cold beers? Um, AFLW was on, Geelong, mm. Melbourne, and we just started chatting away. What a barnstormer game just, that just was. Just an absolute ball tear of a game, but... It was even better because I got to sit next to the great Jacko, whose sister, Michaela Bowen, yes. a superstar across Gee. multiple teams in the AFLW, 
West Coast Eagles. You would have coached Michaela. Yep, I coached both for two seasons, I believe. So, Jacko, do you have some catching up to do to be the best sports person in the family? Well, look, like Hammer, I've spent a lot of time in the shadows. I've been called Shadow Man at footy a lot, you know, <laughs> living in the back. So hopefully, you know, if I get the chance to represent the state in fist ball, hopefully I can put that right and um, become the shining light for once in my family. How did you, how did you take when I, um, as, the, as the Geelong team, your sister's team, entered the last quarter, um, five goals up, so six goals to one they were, Six goals, seven to one goal, seven. Up, up by five goals. Yep. And I said, these girls cannot lose this game. It is impossible. <laughs> they have won. Book your flights. Get your tickets, Jacko. How did you sort of take that on board? I mean, it was squeaky bum time there at the end, wasn't it? But you really <laughs> set us up for it. I said, as soon as you said it, I said, shut up, mate. Shut up. And then they went and kicked two on the trot in about two minutes. Um, but we, we held on, which was good. Very good. It was a barnstorming game, mate. Now, back to uh, the comment you made about the shadow. It's um, it, it, mate. We've all been there, but it's hard to. Uh, there no cat, no shadow can be cast big enough to fit my chassis in. And let me tell you, the one thing about Michaela, your sister Sorry, is. Sorry, boys, I lost you. Oh, hello. We're back talking about how big I am. Um, <laughs> the best up. way to break out of the shadow, mate, is to do something remarkable. And I think the biggest remarkable thing we could do as a state is to win a uh, win the national fistball competition. Go on, do bigger and better things. Football is a national game. Fistball's international. Mm. So your sister can be a national sports she athlete. National champ. She can win the AFLW Premiership this year for all we care. But she's never going to be an international fistballer. He's lost us. <laughs> Jacko. I've given you one of the great inspirational speeches, Jacko. Right. Well, we're going to leave right. you with that, Jacko. <clears throat> you go and think about that, mate. You go and think yeah, about the think silence. About you... that real hard, mate. <laughs> Uh, wow. Jacko, we'll see you next Sunday at training. Uh, we're going to say goodbye to you, Jacko, before you get back. Now, goodbye, Jackson. Bye-bye, mate. Now, now, I will say, talking about international fisting, yes. we've had an approach by a country. They've invited us to an, to an international tournament, and I'm not fucking joking. And I thought I, thought, I thought I was getting scammed. <laughs> the captain of the Namibian fistball, no. fistball team. No. The, the captain. The Namibians. Rico has hit us up. Fuck He yes. sent an email and then he's hit us on socials. And I did, thought, he ask, what did he ask? Bank did details. he send some bank details? Yeah, he's long to lost free the, the cousin of the prince. <laughs> no, he's Fuck, legit. Rico. Uh, so there is a tournament in October next year and we're, and the back chat, aka the Western Fist is brought to you by ID Athletic, have been involved and been invited to compete in Namibia. Fuck. So, so I will see you in Namibia. Gee whiz. I, lo- I love that you sent the screenshot through to the... We've got a, like an Instagram group chat with some of the fistballers around the, yeah, the country. And a couple of them are like, yep, yeah, yeah, that's legit. That's Rico, captain. Um, there's another tournament. I think we got invited to something else like in 2020. Oh, yeah. 2025, there's like another thing as well. There's a, there's a bit going on. Fistball's a big deal. We're going to Namibia. We're going to anyway, Namibia. that's Jackson Bowen. He's a star. He'll be a part of the Western Fisters. If you do want to get involved, ID Athletic bringing you that, but there is some sponsorship spots available, as I mentioned. And we've got the, the uniforms coming oh. out very soon. They look so Shit, bloody yeah. good. I haven't seen them. Looking forward okay, to Hammer, it. a little... Sort of spanner in the works came up through the week with the uniforms. We sent the um, the design through to mm. to Monica, who obviously she yep. knows what she's talking about. Of course, and she said, "Looks great. Just a little um, thing for you to know that fistballs traditionally played with long sleeves. So if that's okay, I'm going to be wearing a long sleeve underneath yeah. our short sleeve." Monica actually said, "I will require a long sleeve. Yeah. You can do whatever you like <laughs> yeah. with your own, but I'll be playing in a long. I'll sleeve. be playing in long sleeve. <laughs> wow. So now we changed it. We're wearing long sleeves Fuck, because that's yeah, what that's we've got to do." 
and they look amazing. Just, okay, so it doesn't slip off the fabric. I will that. tell you right now, I'll, I'll be rolling my sleeves up, and, and I'll be I'll be taking yeah, it. I'll be like taking it on the on the I skin. I agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm more, I'm more of a raw fister because the feel and the grip mm. that you get on your skin. I don't know how that works. What have you? Have a lot you, of the fisting you do is actually on your forearm. Forearm. Yeah. You got to get. You, you got to get the a fist's deep. Got to be quite deep. Mm. Like halfway up your forearm type areas, <laughs> yeah. so that's it's checking Dan, if a cow's pregnant areas. Dan Jesus, is Dan, Jesus <laughs> Christ, Christ Almighty, Dan. It's just it's just nature. It's what they do. Yeah, happy birthday. Who does the the cow people? I don't know. Um, the farmers. The <laughs> that's what they're called. Cow people. <laughs> I'm bruised. Wow. Yeah, okay. I'm bruised too. Uh, let's keep moving. Mm. We've been, been talking a lot of shit today. Yeah, apologies. Uh, my phone is just decided to dial me when we when we did that face. Oh, we went to the NBL. That's the other, last. You don't thing. have a run shirt in front of you. No, I do now. The NBL oh. hammer. We went there. Right. Yeah. How we was? We sat courtside. Yep. And there was you know there were some high flyers roaming around the court. Mm. You know, Oscar Allen walks in. Yes. Does he? Wow. Crips walks yeah, in. Yeah, I mean, Govan's floating up about. Gov's there. Duggan's there. Yeah, better seats than that. They're out the back, are they? Yeah. <laughs> they were, I'd get they, binoculars out they, to see them. They were probably in the best sponsor box you get in. It was one of the big yeah, sort yeah, of eight yeah, seaters. Yeah. You got food. We're in front of them. Cool. We, were, we were on the Awesome. We, we were next to the scorer on one side and the bench was sitting on the bench. Like the, <laughs> it, it went it went Wildcat, 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 Dan, Scoey, <laughs> Jaden, Nick. Scorer. Uh Scorer was on the right. The the LED light operators were on our left. I'd athletic left. Yeah. I'm, athletic. I'm not sure what he's doing. There, but he, was he was he is a man of many tasks. Uh, I I've never I haven't been to the basketball in five years. I was pissing myself laughing because I knew nothing about what was going on. Yeah, it was a good spot. Very good spot to see. I, I mean, I've sat there many times. Quick um, little shout out. I mean, quick give a quick little shout out to a friend, a friend Amanda. Oh, I mean, you have the run sheet in front We've of We've got to give a shout. Well, I no, I wasn't even I didn't even witness this. I, I you know, told me about I it later. I don't know, but I was hoping that on the run sheet you Nick, ha- Nick's you got um if we got the video of this Nick. Yeah, we absolutely do. There we go. Let's let's have a little look here. I haven't yeah, seen this. <laughs> what is this? This is all fucking mate. It's like John Daly. Just have a look at it. Have a look. Have a good one. Um, okay. Oh, that's the first one. Clean it, this bloke is at the bar, rolling around <laughs> with a blue. Looks, looks good. Bluetooth <laughs> ear, earpiece in. But Amanda behind the bar at the NBL, we're just quietly just having a couple of quiet uh, sherbets, a couple of shelters, uh, a couple of snappers. And Amanda, big fan of the podcast, said so we'd say hello to her. Say hello, Amanda. She was serving behind the bar. Oh, shout out, Amanda. She was like, back chat, get to the front. Everyone, get out of the Everyone way. Piss off. Priority serving happening right now. So hello, Amanda. I don't really like basketball as a sport. Just going to put Neither do I. It, it, was, it was pretty. It was honestly the best part was having beers, talking shit, yeah. and, and watching the game was getting on the court at the end and shooting around. That was. They let us on the court as soon as the siren went. Dan was on the court sinking threes. <laughs> Seriously, all the loftus shoot arounds have been paying off. Well, I went out. I, Oscar Allen said he was watching me lay bricks, and I yeah. said I can't wait to 
hurl abuse at you from the sideline. Missed a couple. Uh, I I did miss a couple. Um, Warwick Kappa is apparently in business uh, doing something, and I have no idea what this is about. So, do you want to tow us into this? Because I don't know. I'll give you a quick tow in. Um, Warwick, you know, I'm described as as the as the the king of you know probably the AFL at at stages of his. his, Mm -hmm. Certainly, as he would say. He he hasn't played AFL for a little while, but a he's been time. an entrepreneur across multiple facets of business, and he's Pretty recently sure he did porn at one point. Re- didn't he? Well, funny you mentioned porn because he's re into the business. Is uh, look, what I can only describe is one of the great TV interviews of all time. And if we get um, demonetized or copyrighted because of this, I don't care because I think you boys need to see Go what Warwick Cap is doing with his life right now. This was last week. Okay. Footy legend Warwick Kappa is embarking on a controversial career change. He's taking charge of a brothel in Melbourne's southeast. The first of what he predicts will become part of a nationwide empire. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Footy's ultimate high flyer, the newest recruit into the world's oldest profession. Warwick Kappa revealing he's now the owner of Westminster Secrets, a brothel based in Oakley. The secret's out. Warwick's back in town for all your needs. The establishment is just around the corner from Kappa's childhood home and footy ground. He said it took six months to arrange his licence and a six-figure sum to renovate the building. And we've spent a couple of grand on the place. Looks brand new now. Brothel owner is the latest career move for the colourful what? footy figure. On the Gold Coast, Kappa was a metre mate and later ran unsuccessfully for mayor. State politics was in his sights too before he missed the registration deadline. The high flyer was also a lollipop man, owned a mobile coffee van, aptly named Cappuccino, and That's appeared good. on Celebrity Big Brother. If Warwick has his way, he'll be taking his brothel empire national and he's already scouting for new locations. So Melbourne, Sydney, that's the plan. Anywhere else? Yeah, probably national. I'm big in Tassie, Adelaide, city churches. He likens his business model to that of successful fast food chains. A bit like McDonald's. Let's have a Big Mac, one more lot. Tell them Wizard Kappa Centre with the new teeth and the tight shorts. Kappa says he'll be on site at the oh, brothel right. once or twice a month holding a barbecue for clients. <laughs> Ainsley Koch, seven years. So, what on so, earth? So Warwick's opened a nationwide <laughs> chain of brothels, brothels. and his, his biggest marketing ploy is Warwick will be down there once or once twice, twice a month having a barbecue. barbecue. <laughs> oh, honestly, I don't understand. I'd be happy to go down to the brothel just for a barbecue, mate. Imagine rolling down and grabbing a snag, grabbing with, a Warwick snag Kappa, with Warwick Kappa. and then just rolling home. Fuck what services required. I don't understand why they thought it'd be good to basically do an advertisement for his new business. Well, that's what I mean. That's and what the news story is. But yeah. the reporter, like, and, and no, no disrespect, that's certainly no disrespect, Nettie, but it was so down, like, there was yeah. no tongue in cheek. No. no. And Warwick was very serious. Oh, I just thought that is fucking brilliant. Kappa. Okay, chuck a couple of hundred grand into it, you know, absolutely. We're going nationwide, just like McDonald's. Tell them what a Kappa said. Yeah. <laughs> they are touch shorts and they are white teeth. <laughs> He's loose. Ah, oh, sorry. I just thought oh, I'd like to share that. If you I, that. I hadn't. Josh, like that? that was very, very funny. Josh Dacos um, <laughs> making some headlines uh, over the weekend and today um, has gone head. out, gone out on the um, on uh, you know for one of those off season trips. And he's head out to spend some time with Ange Postecoglou at the Tot- Tottenham. Tottenham yeah, Hotspurs. Ah, uh, they're doing well. Good, good time to jump on the bandwagon. Anyways, he spent some time with the club and point. he's come back uh, with some opinions. So. 
the biggest part of this story is that Josh didn't do the story with Nick. I'm very surprised. <laughs> yeah, that was big. I was, I, yeah, Nick was you, over in Nick was in New York with Bailey Smith. So, so Josh has come out and said basically he's flabbergasted by the the disparity and the difference in pay between AFL players and EPL players and how much EPL teams are looked after by their teams. Um, which, with context, he's done it at, I think, a cashy at the races <coughs> in front of a live audience. So sure. he's probably gone in there going, well, Nick's not here. Yep. Dad's not here. Say something controversial. I need to fucking add some value because yeah. I, <laughs> I, like, yeah, maybe I'll, you know, I did win a best and fairest in a premiership year. I'm a premiership player, clearly, mm. but I don't have my two wingmen. I'm mm. going to fuck something up here. So he's basically it's like having out. a trident without the other two prongs. <laughs> it's just a spear. It's just a sword. Spear. Yeah, it's a spear or a long. <laughs> Point. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a skewer. It's a spork. <laughs> it's a skewer. Is it a spork? I wouldn't have thought that. That's, that's like a a it's got fork. a curvy, yeah, curvy like, prongs. Okay, so it's like a, shov- it's like a shovel has, and a trident. But spork has the prongs still. Yes, yeah, yeah, spork has the prongs. I like okay. to come apologize. On, anyway, he's come out and said that. Um, yes, Josh, there is a disparity in the difference in earnings because the APL is 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 owned by. Uh, well, they're owned by Middle Eastern countries, effectively. Oil shakes, tycoons. Yeah, shakes in those countries own these teams. They are billion-dollar empires. And the rest. The Gold Coast Suns is basically <laughs> propped up by the AFL uh, on a regular basis. They may have 3,000 people coming to games. The, bloke, the blokes who own those EPL teams could buy the AFL for a laugh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they yeah. could buy Just it for a laugh. It in. If and they wanted to, they could buy it and say everyone has to play with blindfolds on. They could say, <laughs> they just make change the rules. Hunger it's the Hunger Games. Everyone hunger plays, games. and if you die, you <laughs> yeah, don't get if you lose, If your team loses, you're dead. They could do that just for a laugh. <laughs> So that would be significant disparity in living yeah. ability if they did do that. Yeah. I saw a, a number today that said the EPL's na- uh, yearly TV deal is $6 billion, which is yeah. seven years of the yeah. AFL's so, TV deal. So like, don't be too flat, Josh, because yeah. you're literally <laughs> nothing like the AFL, uh, the, the EPL. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah. one of the teams turns heaters on in the ground to warm the grass up so the snow goes away. 40 days a year, it, ta- it costs... Uh, 200 grand a day to turn this on, right? And they turn it off for 40 days in a row. It's like burning money, basically. Literally like burning grass. <laughs> exactly right. And so Josh is down there. He's got the boots started down at Collingwood. Premiership player, best and fairest yeah. player. Not happy with the disparity. I thought it was funny. Josh isn't happy with that. Mason Cox isn't happy with having to play uh, away from the MCG on round... What are we calling it? Round... Opening round. Zero. Ground zero. Round what zero. A fucking ground joke, zero would be good. See, that would be clever. <laughs> Do you not like it? Fucking stupid. Why? Because, like, we'll just call it round one. I don't mind yeah, the idea yes, of correct. it. The idea of it's good. Yeah, grow the game in Queensland. It'll never grow there because everyone up there hates it. But call it round one. It's the it's the first round. Don't call it opening round. Exactly right. Just call it, call it round one. Why have they not done I, I haven't seen something that's actually told me why that. The only thing I would say that is because you don't want to break the tradition of Richmond calling a Richmond Carlton round one. Coxie's right. had a bit of a hell. I know it was. I know it was tongue in cheek. You know, I, I respect people coming out and saying what they think, which is which is kind of funny. But it, he was, I think, disappointed that okay, we won the flag. Why don't we get a home game against a big big team? Yeah. That's not what happens. That's not what happens. In fact, I actually thought, oh fuck, like we won in eighteen. Like who do we play in twenty nineteen? We played away against Brisbane at the Gabba round one in 2019. <laughs> so it's pretty much down to the showground, exactly yeah, the same thing. We're playing opening round. Yeah, correct. So uh, what I enjoyed most about this interaction, though, was the CEO of GWS, up GWS, by the way, uh, David Matthews, 
Um, yeah, may, may not be connected to. He has come out and absolutely fucking given it to Mason Cox on radio. Have you seen this? No. Nah. So uh, we don't have uh, the live footage of it, but basically Kane Corns, SCN, he loves a bit of controversy. He's got the CEO of the club uh, and said, have you seen Mason Cox's comments around the showgrounds, around the cattle, about the livestock that's happening on your live field? Dave Matthews has gone, uh, you know, he's rolled out a bit of D-grade comedy. That's obviously yeah, what yeah, he's yeah. used to, a bit of that. And then he's finished with... Uh, uh, we our, uh, our team and our fans look forward to meeting Mason in uh, the opening round of the AFL. Um, you know, looking forward to a big rivalry. That's assuming he's playing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> bit of a whack. Love we that from Dave Matthews. Assuming he gets selected. Very good. We absolutely love um, it. Just one last thing. I just need to congratulate you, Hammer. Can Thanks, we just get a bit of a, yeah. a round of applause? Hammer? Thanks, mate. Um, you're connected to the, one of the newest uh, winners of the McClellan Trophy. Yep. Uh, how do you feel about that? Yeah, pretty happy, mate. Yep. Fuck is the McClellan? Trophy. The McClellan Trophy is the uh, the AFL one where it's you give the uh, a million bucks to the best female and male team. So Melbourne, Melbourne, Melbourne. have won the McClellan Trophy for two thousand and twenty three. So what's he got to do with it? The Angus His brother from Melbourne. Oh right. Just tra- he was just testing to see if I knew what the <laughs> McClellan Trophy was. It's just a million bucks for the best team across both. Why are they the Which best team? Just, they neither of them won a final. Yeah, but it's the most wins. But it's, it's also a stupid thing at the moment because there's only. Like there's only four AFLW or five AFLW teams that are perennially perennially good. Sad dog. That's all right. She's still inside. There's a massive disparity there. But anyway, I'm not Josh Dacos. McClellan Trophy. There you go. Uh, just having a quick look at uh, Twitter while we're hearing from our great friends at Fleet Network. Basically, just to summarise that ad, like if you want to save some money on your car, go see the boys at Fleet Network. Well, no, we don't yourself yeah. at least. I don't know. I don't know how we need to summarise that anymore. Just see the photo. So they've got the draft party on uh, at Telstra Dome, Doc Lands, whatever the fuck it's called, Marvel Stadium. Harley Reid is in full kit. He's got his jumper on. Well, West Coast jumper. Uh, West Coast number, number nine. nine. Yeah. It, it, everyone, everyone else is just that pumping is around so in there good. with normal clothes. <laughs> Harley Reid's got his jumper on. Harley's, I love it. Harley's, respect Harley's ready to play. Jump straight in. Ready to play. Good. You said that we read it. We read it. If, if, it's, if it's good. And we've got we a few this time. Wow. Oh, sponsored by... Fuck me. Leadable cameras and Harley Reid. If you it. send it, we Harley read it. Wow. I've had... I, I'm, we're done. <laughs> we're actually done. <laughs> there you go. Thanks. Can we, can thanks we go as far as we hardly read it? No, we're done. Nah. We're done. We hardly read it. Uh, oh, you want to... Oh, sorry. Just oh, another, another yeah. level. Uh, but well, we, we, read it off, we, do, we do read it often. <laughs> Layers. Layers. Uh, send, us, send us an email, please. Hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. Uh, you can also email hello at backchatstudios.com.au. Yeah. We have a new website, which Mumba Digital puts together for us. It's mm. bloody good. If you haven't seen it it's yet... It's fucking exceptional. You remember, you remember back in the day, right, where you used to set a homepage for like a website that you visited frequently? Yeah. Bookmark. Bookmark, or, yeah. No, no, so as soon as you open up your uh, Oh, yeah, Explorer, you can still yeah, do that. Yeah, can, but yeah. people people don't anymore. Well, maybe not on Brave, you don't, but... No, well, do you, what, what's your homepage? Google, but you can reset it to backchatstudios.com.au. Yeah. Please, if you do that, just let us know. It'd be right. nice to know. Uh, let's read some emails, of course. Uh, this is from Wyatt. Hey, lads, just a quick one from me, so I hope, uh, I'm glad you picked Daniel... Re- Hang on, let me just start again. Just sure. a quick one from me. I'm so glad you picked Daniel Ricardo as the number one pick for your fisting session in Geelong. Also, big ups to Danny Rick taking some time out from racing to do some fisting. As Dave Goggins would say, stay hard. Who's going to carry the boats? Cheers, Wyatt. 
Daniel Ricardo fisting. What is happening? There's, there oh, is yeah, a there likeness is Pierre. to Pierre. Pierre. Oh, Jesus. Gotcha. What is Danny Rick? in the keeps popping up there. It's really fucking pissing me <laughs> off. Yeah, yeah. I thought Danny Rick <laughs> was coming me. back to, uh, to fist. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, Great. I get that. Nice one. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Maybe we could have had that up while I listened to you butcher that. I would have made it a fucking lot better. Uh, this is from Trish. Hi, boys. Especially Trish. Dan. Trish, yeah, mate. Um, yep. She's in hospital. I was Bad watching cancer. the Wildcats no, last she's night. she's out now. She's fucking beating it. She's beating it. Well done. I was watching the Wildcats last night on mm. Thursday mm. and glimpsed your face quickly, Dan, Dan. As the commentators were pointing out the Eagle boys at the basketball. Of course... <laughs> Uh, not the pizza company. I think they went under. Um, the yeah, the Eagles boys. Oh, yeah. uh, of course, you're not as famous yet, except with us Backchat fans. Yet. Living your fan dream, Dan. I was. It was nice looking back, seeing the Eagles boys there and seeing the Wildcats at the same time. Uh, at least the teams are playing better now. I went to the Melbourne United game and was thrilled with the win. I'm still angry at the coach for not playing Jesse after all the hype of his 450th game. That was outrageous, by the way. They didn't play him. They didn't play him. All week, there's congrats, Jesse, on your 450th. He sat on um, the bench. All the videos, he sat on the bench the entire game. Not one minute. Wasn't injured. They just didn't play him. So Fuck. I didn't know about that. That's, yeah, that's fucking poor behavior. Did they win? That is, no, they didn't win. Good. They could Sucked in. Yeah. They, it was, um, yeah, had a bad run for the Wildcats. Uh, my life is, right? Yeah, they're going well. My life is returning to normal after all my treatment, so I'm enjoying life. Nice I have a trip Trish. to Perth planned early January to catch up with some family and friends oh, shit, yeah. go, and go to the Wildcats and the Scorchers, yes, up, Trish. which we are doing some work with. Uh, I'm planning trips around the country to watch the Eagles next year, as I missed out on so much this year. All the very best to the fistball team. I'm sure you're, you'll all have loads of fun. Have a wonderful Christmas and all the best for 2024. Trish. Love, Trish. Oh, Sent Trish. from my iPad. We love Trish. We do she love Trish. Trish. We Trish. bloody love Trish. Get all aboard the Harley Reid train, Trish. It's a yep. better start. Just book your... Actually, you know what? Book, book your, your tickets, tickets to September at the G. Book your tickets. Or actually probably early, early October. All right, here we go. This is from Taj Marbles. Taj Marbles. Taj Marbles. Uh, g'day, boys. Taj Marbles here. Just want to give a shout-out to Dr. Beckett at Perth Vasectomy Clinic in Leadville. <laughs> Snip after, stories. After two kids, it was time to close up shop downstairs. Wow. Of course. Uh, when you're laying there on the table, mm. about to render manhood useless, mm. what, what else do you talk about? Mm. Uh, the podcast I listened to on the way in, Kepler's episode. Uh, absolutely professional. Hopefully you gained a new listener to the podcast or sponsor, which would be nice from Dr. Beckett. Oh, right. And a okay. snip sponsor would be nice. The, so he's so just talking is, about Ke- the Kepler Bradley this episode. This is important from Taj Mahal is, is when you're out there, ladies and gentlemen, who's listening along, tell someone who needs to know. Mm. Tell someone who needs to know to tune in the back chat. Tell them about the Western Fisters. Yep. Tell someone who needs to be introduced to fisting. There's someone who needs fisting in their lives. I think you should be directing them to this podcast. I think so. You already know this. You're listening to it. Mm. Thanks, Taj. Uh, I actually also think I had Dr. Beckett, so that would have been a nice sort of round. So Same both your dick yeah. balls. Yeah. Mm. Uh, both. Hey, Fist. Well, Taj and Dan. Oh, I thought you said yeah. Dan's got more than one. More, one dick? <laughs> two dicks? <laughs> well, both. Two we do have two balls still. Yeah. Yeah. They don't yeah, take they don't any balls out. Jeez, no. you're cooked, are you? Yeah, fucking hot. Uh, yeah, hey, you've got about yeah. a thousand beers. This is from, uh, this from, this from Bushy. Uh, hey, Fisters and Fingerer, and then in brackets, Dan. Uh, just catching up on all things fisting. <laughs> okay. And holy fuck me, Dad, I hear the fistball tournament is in Geelong. Yes. Where I'm from. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I have my work Christmas party on December 15 at the Geelong races, so I'll be genuine dust on the big first day of the 16th. Well, I might just have, have some Vegemite before you go to bed. But I do there. want to be involved. I don't give a fuck if it's giving first uh, fist rubdowns, taping fists, being a hype man for the fisters, 
or fuck it. Even just doing some fisting myself. I yep. don't care. Nice. I just want in. Cheers, Bushy. Uh, is coming down as hydration officer slash water boy. Bushy is Bushy. fucking hired. We've hired him today. Yep. He is our water boy. So welcome to the team, Bushy. Well done, Bushy. If Thanks you are in Geelong and you are listening and you want to be involved and you have a house with 15 bedrooms in it, please get in touch. We yep. will stay at your house. Scrooge McDuck, if you're listening and you live in Geelong, please. <laughs> Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow's episode of the Backchat guest show is one of the more unique uh, and most interesting chats we've ever done. Is it? Jack Thompson. Oh, Jackie boy. This guy is an ultra cyclist. So I think he calls himself the ultra cyclist. Yeah, Jack ultra cyclist Thompson. It's like his, it's his nickname. I'm never skeptical going in interviews, but I was like, I don't know where this one's going to yeah, go. Same. Very good. Very good. He basically, um, how do we sort of approach so he, this? He set, he set a Guinness World Record for cycling. Yeah, and but he thought, the story's bigger than that. Like, he wasn't oh, a cyclist, he turned himself into an ultra cyclist. Like at an he, adult. Yeah, like he, he pretty candidly speaks about um, an addiction process that he went through. He had to get himself out of that and just turn himself into an ultra cyclist, the best in the world. And he does that for a living now. Goes around and goes, I'm going to break that world record. I'm going to eat 100 chicken nuggets on my bike. And I'm going to do that. Did I'm going to film it. No, he didn't do that. <laughs> Fuck, but he, he's a Guinness World Record holder. Yep. And he's coming to Perth to uh, ride the Bibbulmun track. The no, the it's not the Bilman, it's the what's that other one that goes from Perth to Albany? Starts with B. Um Binda Hindi, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Butter Butter Mindy. <laughs> butter chicken track. <laughs> okay. Um do you know what he also did? The, one of the more fascinating feats. He started the Tour de France oh, this ten days after the the crew. Does he does he beat them? You'll have to listen to find wow. out Does on the next them? episode of Backchat. <laughs> Shit, that'll be interesting to listen to. Uh, uh, while you're still... It's very... Okay, I'm going to have to get... <laughs> while you're getting that track up, do you reckon... About a chicken track up. World record, I've always thought... Munda Bindi. Munda Bindi. Munda Bindi. It's close. Close enough. I've always thought it'd be pretty cool to have a Guinness World Record. Yes. It's. Do you know what? We we thought about this after we spoke to Jack. Yep. We should do a weekly segment where Hammer tries to break Guinness World Records. But do you know what I think you could do? What? The long fingernails one. Oh, <laughs> that was always the best one. He was like carrying him around in a bag. <laughs> it's so rank. Just never cut him ever. <laughs> you, have you seen this guy? Yes, mate. And they I curl. have seen the guy. They curl, they curl around. Oh, it's so great. No, it's fucking disgusting. But basically, Jack said, like, um, <clears throat> he probably wouldn't do it again. There's a, uh, from an ultra cycling point of view. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a lot of admin you have to you know to get the world record. Like he he With solo Guinness. rode for seven seven days and it was the longest um, covered in seven days. Yeah, that's a pretty and mighty so like fine effort. They had to like he had to keep documenting it and he just yeah, wanted okay. to ride. Whereas I feel like we could we could probably get into some areas for you. I reckon we probably could. I Is think that what you're suggesting? In 2024, I will break a Guinness World Record. Wow. Whoa. Stay with Backchat. Wow. Anything come to mind straight away Nothing that you think comes, straight, nothing nothing comes right. to mind like straight away. Well, later, are you thinking eating? Nah, because I'm still going to be playing football, I think. Hopefully. What else are you good at? <clears throat> That's a good question. You know what? For Christmas, maybe if you're lucky, we'll get you the 2023 edition. Yeah, yeah. I'll try and pick one. The thing about the worldwide eaters is that they are all they just do it all the time really well. I mean, I eat all the time, but not to that extent. I will find something that I can do. Okay. I can do lots of things. Yeah. Let us know what, what am I the Hamish best in the yet. world at? Yeah. yeah. I'd us, love to hear some suggestions. Write us an email, hello, backchatpodcast.com. You'll just write to us on socials, backchat, Maintaining double back underscore. Back. What you can also do yeah. on... Uh, Longest back- direction. <laughs> That'd be tough. com to you forward slash fines is where you can <laughs> send a fine in for you, mate. You can basically just record it in. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I was 
I'm sorry to communicate with him. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can send a fine in. Just record it. It's so easy. Hold down a button. Talk. It sends it to us. We're going to listen to some now. I'm a proud Victorian here. Scoey, $5 fine. Hey. You know the last episode? Hmm. You called a palmer, a palmy. And you talk about how Victorian you are. And then you go say that to shit. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I, look, I, I, I will apologise, but oh, Dan, you know this. Mm-hmm. You know I don't give a fuck about food no. in one bit. You always get corrected. I always order a palmer, but it, like they just say, oh, the palmy? Yes, I will get that. What is it? Just pa- say chicken parmigiana. It? Is it parmigiana? I think it is palmy, like it's spelled with an I. Right, so it's a palmy, isn't it? No, it's parmigiana. That's the problem. And that's where the, the Victorians get us because right. it is Palmer. Technically, it's Parmigiana. It's a Palmer for you? Yep, I call it a Palmer. Yep. I just don't care enough, whoever that was. So sure. I appreciate the fine. I'll take it on board. Mm. I'll put the $5 in the tin. Is it? Yeah. So it's Parmigiana. So well, I'm not sure how I'm wrong there, other than being a Victorian. I do apologize for the Victorian. <laughs> you can't help that. But Parmi. Yeah. Is that how it's. So I say. I, <clears throat> yeah. Anyway. Okay. Tomato, tomato potato. Down to the paddock. G'day legends, it's uh, Duncan McCockiner here. Mm, Duncan. Just sending a quick fine to Kepler Bradley. Yes. Um, if you could speak at one volume for the, <laughs> the entirety of a podcast, that'd be great. Because <laughs> you're going whispering into the microphone, you've got to turn the volume up so you can hear it. And then you're all of a sudden yelling into the microphone and you're blaring it through the speakers. Not good enough, Kepler. Do better. Two bucket there, mate. Two dollars to Kepler. Yeah. I'd like to extend that two dollar fine to the back chat audio team. Yeah, that is what we employ people for here, Daniel. I'll have a I'll have a chat to the right person, but uh, and you'll and you'll be enforced to find. If yeah, of course. If you um if you talk apologize. to Kepler in in person, the fluctuation in volume is is great because he's such a good storyteller. Yeah. He like he, he lures you in the and then he like, hits yeah, you with one. Yeah. Yeah. So it is very good. But I understand podcasts. I will uh, I'll make sure that message goes across. Okay. Just uh, finished watching the World Cup finally. Mm. Up the Aussie. Yep. Just a, a five bucket for Skeeter saying we had no fucking chance with this world champion. <laughs> He's pissed. He's, <laughs> he is absolutely fucked. Brilliant. Skeet. He's fighting Skeeter. There's no irrelevant to this podcast whatsoever. And that's bloody beautiful. That's good. That's good. Did, did Skeet write him, write him off? Yeah. Yeah, yeah on the show. Early the days he did, yeah. Yep. Ages ago. Wow. We were ideas. shit to the start of the tournament. Hey, boys. Sweet Muffy here. Just sitting at home watching the cricket final. 24 from 68 balls required. Looks like we got it in the bag. Scoey, I reckon Skeets needs a smack on his naughty little bum for saying that Australia had no chance. So I reckon all of us thought Australia had no chance. Yeah, here we are. Come on, I don't know what the fine's worth. Maybe a couple bucks. But I reckon a little smack on... Skater's cheeky little bum would be worth. <laughs> He's doubled down more than on it that. Too. <laughs> anyway, have fun. I'm having fun. We're all having fun. Everyone's fucked. Everyone's blind. The cricket That's finished at midnight last night. I yeah. couldn't love that anymore. It was brilliant. Please send more pissed fines. Pissed fines. Because that's exactly what we're on his cheeky little butt. <laughs> like, that is exactly what we're here for. I thought we were done. Well, no, I'll turn it off. Yeah. Travis Ed was playing a miss and we're like three for 40. I was mm. like, we're done here. Yeah. Next minute. That man single-handedly yeah. won us that final. That catch was insane. Oh. Changed the game. Comes in, then bats like a king. Yeah. Brilliant. Hey, lads. It's Tess. Test tickle here, and I'd like to find AFL two dollars because we don't need two days of AFL draft. Just make it to one day, pure and simple. I'm out.
Bye. Fair enough. I, I agree. Test. I hate the two. Oh, that's thing. a well-made point. The two-day thing sucks. It well. Do you know how they could change <laughs> it? Structured the and not make it two days. Firstly, they don't need an uh, an hour of preamble. Right. Just get straight into it, and don't give every team five we, minutes. We we yeah. did need the preamble today though, because we saw some of the great draft footage of all time when <laughs> Jonathan Brown was at the Palm Beach Football <laughs> Club. And that a kid's getting a smack on his yeah, he's double fist his of his own backers down the front of the team. <laughs> oh my gosh! And he was absolutely feeding to it. Mm. Well, it was some of the great footage we've ever yeah. seen. So we don't we miss out on that. If we don't it's know. true, yeah. but the the five minutes thing, like if you cut it all down to three minutes, the NBA does three minutes each pick, yes. right? That just helps move things along. Oh, Put some pressure on them. I would. They like know what they're doing. Be, half I would the time. like it to be a minute, especially in the first round. Right. Like what the fucks? Everyone knows what's going on. The number you know, one. You, pick. The number one pick. You should have five seconds. What were West Coast doing? Stuff. Mate, around? they literally they weren't even talking. They were just sitting there waiting. They were still waiting for a phone What call. shits me the most. Is that it goes for five minutes and then it said ex, ex, uh, ex, extension. Yes. Like, oh, extension required, extension given. Yes. And were they extending it all? Did West Coast get back time, into Don't the put first a time round. limit on it then. So Stupid. Are you are you are you happy with just Harley Reid from the first? Yeah. Round? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because we'll we'll get another top three pick probably next season. Yes. I'd say we're not when like if I'm being honest, we're, we're probably going to be happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy oh my gosh, it's Baklava. I did Dan. Happy birthday to you. Hip, hip. Oh my Hooray. gosh. Hip hip. Hooray. Hip hip. Hooray. 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 What have you got? I have so much baklava. This is my favourite treat. We know. This is amazing. We know. Oh well, my Indy goodness. Indy reminded everyone it was Dan's birthday. I forgot this morning. I apologise. <laughs> That's great. I wasn't going to forget, mate. Um, uh, can I blow out these candles, please? I've got, go, got a badge. I'll put, oh. Oh, stick that on there, I'll buddy. Put the badge birthday on. boy. Um, oh, how does that make you feel, mate? Baklava. I don't quite know what, what that is. What is it? Is. It's a honey and flaky pastry treat. Uh, it you know, it's it's a Greek. It's, it's. I think it's sort of debated over who. It's European. Do you want to put it? Do you want to put a country on it? Uh, it's Greek. It's is ours. It, we own is it. Is it Greek? Yeah, I'm going to blow out his candles because it's making me sweat. Even sure. More yeah. Right. Make a wish. Oh, he did him. All in one. The wish will come true now. Dan Const. Thank you so much. What a treat. <laughs> Dan comes in next week and he's six foot nine. Ripped. He's ripped. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Blow my candles. Don't tell him. Now it's not going to happen. Idiot. Dan the, the rules. Dan's, Dan's at Loftus Centre on Monday just dunking doing windmills. <laughs> Dan plays with the scorchers now. Oh, this is very good. That's it. That's Thank you very much. Yeah. What um, a treat. Well done. Can we eat some of that? Absolutely. Yeah. Bye, everybody. All right. 
we wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.